Welcome to the Ball and All podcast, FA Cup weekend. Follow the socials, Twitter at BNA podcast, hashtag BNA podcast to join in the chat. Today you have myself, BNF. Me flows. We're going to start off with the big game, which was obviously Arsenal, Manchester United. Obviously United coming off winners, 3-1. But my question is, is it more so United with that good or Arsenal with that bad? I think Arsenal were, yeah, I think Arsenal were lacklustre is the word I would use. Um, their attacks, like, I don't know, they, they seem to be guilty of overplaying like they used to be, like trying to walk it into the goal. And as such, their attacks weren't carrying much weight. Like they were dominant for what, the first 20 minutes, maybe 15, 20 minutes they were dominant. But I can't see one, I can't point to one clear cut chance that, that they had that was dangerous. That's true. That's true. Um, watching the game, I thought I always thought Arsenal had the threat given Aubameyang and Lacazette were playing. But of course, the goals we scored and how quickly they scored it. Like within three minutes, there was another goal. It just seemed like Arsenal were not. I won't say fully prepared. Just the defenses when was it Socrates that went off? That was obviously it, it that needs just, to be taken into account because with uh, who came back on for him? Mustafi. Uh, Mustafi. Actually, no. You know what, Mustafi... Because even that, Mustafi's not that good. But then people were always talking about Koscielny. Coming back was a big plus, but he didn't really do much. No, and you know, like, especially for that third goal, they got caught out. Like, where were, where was that defence for that for that third and final goal? Even for the for the second goal, really, like, where was that defence? Um, when Arsenal were coming forward, I thought... They, I always thought they had the threat because I thought, you know, um, they've got the, the personnel to get a goal. The goal, even the goal they scored looked like... United weren't weren't fully ready for. It. I mean, again, Aubameyang on the edge of the box it was on his more, own. It was more United's failings than Arsenal. I thought no, Arsenal always carry a threat because Lacazette and Aubameyang could just turn around and bang. But in terms of build up play and threatening, I didn't feel that their attacks looked that dangerous. The only danger to them was if it falls at Lacazette or Aubameyang's feet, they can score from anywhere. That was the danger for me. More more to do with their personal talent than Arsenal as a team. But you know what's weird? If this was a Jose United, hmm. I would have, I would be thinking Arsenal could win this. Probably because when I looked at the lineup, I was like, mm, Lukaku Sanchez. But it made me feel just seeing the whole setup and knowing as Ole that we can win this because I know on the bench we've got Rashford and Martial. Mm-hmm. So I was like, even as the score was at half time, I was speaking to my brother. No, he's an Arsenal fan. And he he was like, he sees United getting another one. I was like, I can see. Arsenal getting a goal, but I still think United will win because of who we have on the bench. But there was no threats coming from anywhere, especially from Arsenal, no. more or less at the end. They kept on pushing, but there was no real openings in the end for them. Again, like uh, one of the things that I thought was, if this was a Mourinho United, I don't think <laughs> tactically they would have done much different. Obviously, I think the, the formation I mean, was different. If it was the Mourinho, who would have lost? <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's more to do, and I think that would have been more to do with the the players you know the players levels of belief and mm. psychologically where they were at um but you know from the very from the off Ole was looking to counter attack um and he did it to great effect leaving Lukaku and Sanchez dangling up there while he kind of goaded Arsenal into going forward but even Lukaku playing him on the on the right yeah that yeah. would never have happened under Mourinho it would yeah, never have happened it's, like, it's, I don't know that it's like, a new thing he started in his... Yeah, the setup was the setup was obviously very different, but 
he kind of lulled Arsenal into a false sense of security and they started pushing man forward more and more. Even uh, Xhaka and whoever else they it was in uh, in that midfield was pushing forward and it was just Jack leaving and space Torreira. and gaps. That was it, Torreira. Um, they were leaving gaps and those gaps were exploited both times. Uh, but, well, with those first two goals, even with that, that third goal, even though personnel had changed a little bit. But um, it, it's something we've mentioned before about Arsenal. Like, what, what do you do? Because... I, I I don't know. Obviously, the, he plays certain games where um, it will be works. Not it will be um, Aubameyang and Lacazette playing together works. Where mm. he's played their system, he's still not playing Urzel. You know, yeah. and Ramsey is their best player. And he's leaving. You know, he's the one that's trying to make things happen. After that, it will be, and he will be. Is not even that much. I used no, to always used to remember. No. It's not much of a gift to play compared to what they have. So he's a hard worker. And you know, gets. I think Ramsey, Ramsey going for them is a bigger loss than it would have been in previous seasons. Um, the way things are going now, yeah, I don't know. I think it's just confused. I think it's confused. I think it's jumbled. I think his the midfield setup isn't great. Like it was at one point. I don't know what happened with Torreira. Torreira was banging. He was doing his defensive duty, kind of doing the box to box thing, and then he started playing him alongside somebody else, like Xhaka, like. Do you need him and Jacka sitting back there like that, or should you just have Torreira and his remit is don't go forward? Hmm. You snuff out those attacks, or I I don't know. I just I think he's not settling, and that's the problem. He's not settling. But then the, ideal. My, my question is still: what what do they do? Because obviously at the moment they're looking at Perisic. Obviously mentioned for what you've seen before that he has handed in the transfer request. Yes, according um, to reports, so he could become. But is he? I, I always thought they needed wide players anyway. But is he the answer? Because it also looks like their defense is what's terrible, not exactly the attacking. Although watching the game, you'd say you didn't actually think the attack was going to get through. I didn't, no, I didn't. I, yeah, I, I, Perisic, I think, would be good for them because again, when was the last time Arsenal had an out-and-out wide player? Mm. He can he can throw balls in. Um, he can cut in from the he can cut in from the outside. Obviously, you know, a lot of Arsenal's play does come kind of in and around the box. Mm-hmm. You know, they can take it wide and they can kick it in, but that's not their their specialism. Um, Perisic, is, Perisic can play the Arsenal way, but he can also throw in a cross. Um, I think it will help them. Would it solve all their problems? No. But could it put them in a position where they score more than they concede? Maybe. <laughs> okay. And that seems to be the, the that seems to be the flavour of the Premier League right now. If you want to be a... Uh, a top team just score more than you concede. I mean, obviously that's the whole point of football, but defense seems to be taking a back seat. So what about Ole? I mean, it's it's eight and eight now, mm. and he's played two big games in London. Obviously Tottenham scraping that. Fair enough, I take that. And now at the Emirates, obviously no, it's nothing new. Like Lingard always scores at the Emirates. I mean, this <laughs> time, <laughs> but I mean. I'm not going to say, is he the real deal? Because we've asked that question before, but in the sense of how we've been playing, how far do you think he can really take United? Um, again, I think a lot of what he's done at United is to do with how the players, where the players are mentally. Um, so you think it's more of a mental job? Like- I think, and again, he sped up the play, which mm. you, you, can't, you can't underestimate what that does. Literally, not playing differently, but just playing faster. Um, but again, people saying that, you know, oh, Tottenham was the real test. Tottenham was a test. Hmm. Tottenham wasn't the test. The same way that Arsenal is another. The same way, to be honest, that any team that they play is a test. Any team that they play is a test. 
Um, how convincing, you know, even if you're playing a Cardiff, how convincingly can you beat them? Even if you're playing a Fulham or a Bournemouth, you know, on those tricky ones. Um, we haven't seen what he can do in Europe yet. Obviously, you, talk, you know, you've got, you know, a point to Arsene Wenger, Arsenal. He was a good manager in the league, but he never did nothing with, you know, what one final did they get to with him? Or was it two? Was it just one final that they got to with him in the Champions League? Jose Mourinho yeah. of Chelsea, you know, those three years that he was there the first time, he was dominant in the league. His showings in the Champions League weren't amazing. So, you know, European football is a whole different kettle of fish. Has he got the tactics? Um, as, you know, as has been discussed, what happens if they go down one goal? What happens if they lose a the game? What happens next game? Um, Obviously, you've seen our Man United chat. They've got people that are calling him, you know, to give him at least a two-year contract. But then, like I said earlier, if he loses five in a row, then what yeah. did that eight mean? Yeah. And who gets a two-year contract as well, bro? Like, <laughs> I think... I think it's a joint effort as well. Everyone's talking about Ole. I think you, we can't underestimate what Carrick and McKenna are doing. Mm-hmm. We can't underestimate what Phelan is doing. Um, Phelan has slot right back in like it's the old days. And I think that's a big part of it. So the only thing I'd say is going for Ole is the fact that United are changing their system. Uh, they'll have the director of football. So the, the transfer thing won't be, you know, because we could say, you know, is he any good at transfers? But he won't need to be good at transfers. You'll just need to be good at fitting players that they buy in there. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I don't... Even at the end well, of these six personally months... Personally, what I'll say is if I saw a great game versus Liverpool or PSG, mm. then he would show that he's got... Because, I mean, these are not... Arsenal are not small teams, but these are teams with better attacking know-how with their managers and the experience... And a better, had, in a better place right now in terms of attacking. Exactly. And, so yeah, yeah. if I saw him, our tactic... Either one of them, especially yeah. Liverpool, obviously. Yeah, of course. I would, I would be happy to say, you know what, give him the job. At least for a year and see what happens. Because you, you know, even if people mention Pochettino, whatever, Pochettino has that within him, but who's to say he's not, he's not going to flop? But that's the other thing as well. Is he any better or worse than Pochettino or Zidane in terms of we don't know what they will come into United and do? Exactly. Like you say, Pochettino seems to get out tactics a lot. He got out tactics in... The Palace game, he got out-tacticed in that United game. Um, it's happened to him. Uh, it's happened to him plenty of times. Zidane, he had a terrible league form at Real Madrid. He was just good in the Champions League, but also the caliber of player that he had in the Champions League was immense. So, by giving it to one of them two, is it any safer than than giving it to Olegon Solskjaer? Because as it stands, we've had what. Oh, David Moyes can kind of count. He's a, but more experienced managers than Louis van Gaal. Yeah, yeah. Really, nothing's happened. I think United, obviously, with football moved on a lot since Alex Ferguson's appointment. And uh, the thing that Gary Neville said about how like Barcelona and Ajax have an identity and the mm-hmm. manager has to fit that identity. <laughs> I don't think United realised that because it's just, you know, in the modern era of football, it's just been United, it's just been Alex Ferguson they didn't realise that they need to keep with the identity. And that's why I think managers the, like Van Gaal and, and Mourinho didn't do so well. Obviously, looking at the results, there's been some mad results this FA Cup. Like, Real talk. Crazy, crazy results. So obviously, we mentioned Pochettino. What the hell's going on? Losing 2-0 away to Palace. I, I mean, Palace is a Premier League team, but I would think of the guy of... The, the, the I don't know what the word I can use is. The... It's again. It comes down to, and it comes down to the depth of the squad. 
Um, he knows he's got a hard run. So what? He played today. Then they play on... Tuesday. Wednesday. They play Tuesday. Wednesday. Wednesday. They play Wednesday. Then they play again on Saturday. So that's literally game, two days, game, two days. He has to rotate. There's no question about that. He has to rotate. And obviously the cup competition is is where you're going to do that. But he does not have the depth of squad. Okay, so who did he rest today? Today, more or less, it was just Ericsson, really. Obviously, injuries as well. So yeah. Injuries. He rested Ericsson. He chose not to start Lamella, which I don't blame him for. It's better to have somebody on the bench that could come. You know, again, you, you, you take certain... I wouldn't say it was a risk, but it's, it's Crystal Palace. Uh, Crystal Palace, a team who were... You know, they're pretty average in the league right now. Probably doing... Underachieving from where they should be. Um, obviously, Son's not there... Kane's not there. Ericsson was dropped. Ali's injured as well. This is my my, my thinking. Like, with who he is as a manager and what he's obviously shown he's got in this league, why did he feel there was a need to drop Ericsson? The next game, they've got three um, home games coming up in the Premier League. The next game is um, Watford, if I'm correct. Yes, it's Watford. Mm -hmm. So, why leave out Ericsson fully, not even on the bench? Because Son's come back. So, obviously, Son hopefully should be ready to play on Wednesday if he's mm, back. Yeah. So, my, that's my thing. Like, against Palace, even with, you know, the injuries and whatnot, I would expect someone to like him to even come away with a draw. Nil, nil, one, one. I mean, obviously, Trippier missed the penalties. It could yeah, have been yeah, a different game. it could have been game. a different game. But it, it, just, it just seems... I won't say it's an excuse. It's not an excuse, but I'm not impressed. Top four. That's, that's the answer. That's you, what you think that's what he's aiming for, top that's, four? He has to aim for top four. And obviously, top four's it's gotten a little hotter right now. Chelsea are stumbling. United are on the rise. Arsenal are doing whatever. They've stumbled a little bit. Top four equals Champions League equals more money. And while it would be nice for them to win the FA Cup and they want to make a good showing in the FA Cup, they want that Champions League place, which is no nowhere near guaranteed at this stage in the season. I mean, yeah, they're not looking at they're not looking at the title. They're not looking at the title at all. Like no matter what you could say, you know, we'll keep fighting till the end or whatever. They're looking at securing top four. And that is going to be more of a target for him. And I would not be surprised if he's been told that that is a bigger target. That's what I was going to say. Maybe I'm being hard on him because I'm thinking, what the hell is he playing up? But maybe he's been told, top four. Forget the FA Cup and that. Yeah. It's, like, FA Cup would be nice. Yeah. yeah. FA Cup but would be nice. The main but, focus is staying in the yeah. top four. Obviously, with that stadium stuff, maybe them. Obviously, money. The money exactly. is more important. So, do you think that Tottenham would be happy with winning the FA Cup and finishing sixth? I think the fans would be. No, the fans would be. But 100%. I'm not talking about the fans. I said, do you think Tottenham would be? No, no, no. Exactly. No, I, I agree with you. I agree exactly. with you. Definitely, what so, you said makes sense because definitely it looks like they, it makes sense that they should go for the top four more so than yeah. a cup. But I'm thinking of it from a fans' perspective. No, and and you know, and why that's the, you... That's the that's the shame of the modern game today. It's yeah. not thought of from a fans' perspective. It's thought of from that business perspective. And top four is that. And you know, if if Ericsson gets and with the injuries they've got now, if Ericsson gets clattered in 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 an FA Cup in an FA Cup draw. Or FA Cup game, and then he's out for two or three games alongside Ellie, um, Ali and Kane. Their chances are screwed. Well, in, the, in this week, obviously gone during the week, they lost to Chelsea in yeah. the League Cup. So that's in this week alone, they've lost to two London teams out of both cups. They don't have the depth of squad. <laughs> they do not have the squad to do it, and it's only going to get worse. You look at Arsenal as the example when Arsenal moved to the Emirates. 
like the money again the money was gone the money wasn't there beforehand when they were saving up but after the 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 stadium was built the money still wasn't there um and the thing is i think the problem is now so what they're out of carabao cup they're out of fa cup um it, you know talking about pochettino as a as a possible target for united if they're going to finish if they're going to struggle for the top 4 united are probably going to look like a, a an attractive proposition to him because if there's not going to be any change in the future if tottenham aren't going to loosen the purse strings what can he do it's a tough one all right let's move on to another london team obviously west ham <laughs> Playing Wimbledon and losing 4-2. Obviously, you know more about that because your cousin was playing. Um, shout out to number six. Yep, shout out to number six, Terrell Thomas. Bad man. Um, it was a good game. It was a good game. Uh, but yeah, West Ham just didn't turn up. To be honest, I like the... I mean, you look at the team they chose. The team is pretty strong. Yeah. The team is pretty strong. It's just, it's a bit more of that. I don't know. Maybe it's just the cup. What happens in a cup, in it? But it's just um, four two though. Four, but that's what I mean. It's 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 a terrible case of the consistently inconsistent. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you've improved your squad. You think you know I can give a couple guys a rest. These guys are good enough to do the job. But no. I don't know. I don't want to say Pochettino's not Pochettino. Um, Pellegrini. Pellegrini's formation or tactic doesn't suit the old school West Ham system, which is. Carol at the top, you know that kind of system, which yeah, worked yeah, yeah, at times. Yeah. Yeah. Now the whole link up players, certain players, seems to do the job. And at this time, we played two strikers, Chicharito and Carol. It's the old school little and large, which would have worked if they'd have had more of the ball in the box. That's the problem. Yeah. It's not even like they spurned a lot of chances. Um, like if you look at the stats, it was pretty equal. In terms of chances, and they couldn't really get anything out. I think for me, um, Ogbonna was a weak link for them. Uh, the second goal, his lack of speed in trying to close down. I mean, it was uh, well. I think Obiang's fault that, that that he lost the ball in the first place. But Ogbonna is not a fast guy; couldn't <laughs> catch up. He like he got lost. Wagstaff Wagstaff left him for dead. Um, but I swear that that team just made them look. Wimbledon just made them look on par with them. I they mean, didn't look like yeah, Premiership no. versus... Um, don't forget, we're talking about a team that's bottom of League One. <sighs> bottom of League One. We're not talking Championship either. Um, it's a team with potential. They've got great potential, but they've been very stuttery this season. And West Ham did make them look like a silky smooth outfit. Um, to West Ham's credit, the fight back was good from 3-0 down to it was. I, I thought they would come back. I thought they were going to get that replay. I mean, I they put they on replay. Anderson, brought on Anderson, brought on Perez. Yep. I'm not sure why they didn't bring on um, Declan Rice though. I thought they'd bring him on because I mean he's because, been monumental in that midfield for them. So I thought, yeah, but he's been monumental in stopping goals. That's what they weren't looking to stop goals. Which and then again that ended up being a problem. They pushed forward too much and they got caught for that. Yeah, but goal. they brought in that um, Fredericks. How much does he even bring? He he's been injured all this more or less the whole season. So he literally comes on to play 45 minutes, and I'm thinking they should just brought in Declan Rice. And again. In hindsight, you can say that, but in terms of what he was looking to bring to the game, he was not looking to bring... Dec- I mean, you know... He, he took off Obiang and Diangana. Yeah. So, I mean, the main guys you look at that is... Uh, I guess he changed up the system because obviously he took off Carroll. So, yeah. Chicharito, he had Anderson like on the three, side five, and maybe three, Snodgrass. So, it's up back to like a 4-3-3 three, three almost. Yeah. But I'm like, no ball goes forward. You've brought on Fredericks. 
who who who's sitting back really from that? But that's the thing, obviously. Fredericks. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Bro, Declan Rice and flipping Fredericks. But at that time, he wasn't thinking of sitting back. He was because obviously at that time as well, Wimbledon, Wimbledon were three 0 up. They decided to sit back. They decided let's defend this lead. We're not gonna, you know, we don't have to get forward as much because you know West Ham were in the ascendancy in that that second part. Of it's the game. weird as well because even after he'd made them changes, that's all at half time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wax have scored as soon as they come back. Yeah. And you know and then, they got caught. They got caught cold. They got yeah. caught napping. But after that, it was all West Ham. And his his thing is, we don't. We probably you know he threw caution to the wind, which sometimes you need to do, and sometimes it works. But do you think this can translate into the Premier League again? Obviously, they've done that similarly sometimes in the Premier League. But four two is very comprehensive. Yeah. Like saying we have it. Just said you definitely have a terrible back four, at least. But then uh, I don't know because obviously Ogbonna's out of favour now. Because they're still playing Antonio um, right back. I, I still don't, I don't get that. I you know, know, stuff like that. that. So, I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. I just look at it and I'm thinking, can this translate? And I think it should. Because even with, obviously, um, Arnautovic, obviously, announcing that he's staying, he's got a new contract, whatever. Yeah. Nasri's coming for them. Yeah, yeah. What else but have they done attacking. recently? That's all attacking, though. I mean, they've got those guys that they didn't play at all. Would that make a difference? Do you th- Personally, I think, obviously, those players suit his system more. But I'm like, would that stop them from leaking goals at the back? No. If it, you're back in the Premiership, I think with the with uh, with the injuries to uh, Balbuena was a problem. I don't know why was Zabaleta on the bench. Was Zabaleta? Yeah, I think you know you can't underestimate the yeah, fact that Zabaleta wasn't on the bench. Zabaleta obviously brings a lot of. He's still, I think he's still doing a good job for West Ham. He brings a lot of experience and he knows what to do. He's not the fastest anymore, but he's still smart. Um, Balbuena is a huge miss for them in that back line no he wasn't on the bench yeah mm. so Balbuena is a big miss for them in that back line Zabaleta obviously wasn't there for this game um, I don't even know when Balbuena is supposed to be back to be honest um, even like the likes of Cresswell I guess he kind of fell out of form or whatever okay then I'll bring this question back. I think their defence like this is this is still kind of a makeshift defence again Antonio not a right back Ogbonna already fell out of favour Diop a bit hot and cold. Okay, so then let's look at this question. MK posted in the chat. Yeah. Um, do Premier League teams disrespect the FA Cup? No, I don't think they do. I think they judge their opponents. and They look at the because, quality or the level of their opponents. And then they, they see, what can honest, I get away? Yeah. it's more what can I get away Way with. with. Yeah, yeah, what yeah, can yeah. I get away with? Because it, like I would say, obviously, with the Tottenham one, you're right. They're going for the Premier League and that. With this, I'm like, West Ham, yeah, what are you going for? But technically, those players you have on the pitch... Should do a job. They should do a job. Like, bro, like I said, we're talking about a team that's not only two leagues below you, but bottom of those two leagues below you. So, I mean, those guys. I mean, look, you know, we're not talking Chicharito, Carroll, Snodgrass is still there playing. Yeah, but, Noble is their guy. Mm, yeah, but they're not you know, playing. Adrian's not a shit keeper. These are guys that have, some of them haven't been playing. Carroll's just really coming back. Chicharito's are coming back as well. Yeah. So it's a yeah. bit of a, a risk. This is why I say, like, I would rather play my more comfortable, even if you drop a few players, more comfortable system and then bring on, you know, the youngers or whoever you well, want. Once to. you've got the lead. Yeah, yeah. Like because it's a big risk. Guys, most other guys have it, most managers look at it the other way around. They're like, let's see what I can get away with. And then if, if, and if things, it needs be, bring I'll on bring the big, the big guys. guns. But and then that, and what, who would you rather risk? Would you rather risk your week in, week out big guns or would you rather risk, you know, if, you know, if Carroll gets injured again, it doesn't really change his Premier League plans. You know, if okay. Ogbonna gets injured, it doesn't really change his Premier League plans. Uh, and the same for all the other teams. 
Well, looking at what I was just mentioning about the question um, posed by MK, we're looking at Everton next. They also lost 3-2 to Millwall. And they put more or less their team, their, their squad was strong. Like Again, it should have been enough. It should have been. It's, I don't see it as a disrespect. Even if I look at that team, I don't, yeah, definitely that, I don't think that's disrespectful because the team was more or less full on. Besides, well, I did say I'll oh, play sure. this this yeah. squad where you've got Richarlison back in his, in his, in his sort his of position, wide yeah. position and you've got Calvert-Lewin, you've got Lookman, whatever, but um. But you see, Calvert-Lewin, Lookman, these guys should be able to handle the Millwall. They should, no, 100%, 100%. Um, Mina and Keane, that's, you know... There's no Coleman, one I can look DBA. in that team and say he doesn't deserve to play. Exactly. There's a full team, full squad. Maybe I'll play um, Bernard over Lookman, but that's neither here nor there. That shouldn't really disrupt the team. No, 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 that should, so, that's one guy. And Lookman, and again, Lookman is of a quality that should be all right against Millwall. Um, I mean, you know, he's still playing his first choice goalkeeper in this competition. I mean, the thing is, Everton took the lead twice. They did, but so, they couldn't hold on to it, though. <laughs> I mean, the second time, the second time, what, was barely two minutes before they conceded again? Wait, the first time, both times, yeah. both times. And like, so what? what is that? What is that? Um, I don't think they've disrespected. I don't think any team... Um, I can't remember. I don't think any team has disrespected with their lineup in the FA Cup. And it's necessary. This is what the Cup games are for. You've got a squad. You've got a squad of players. You gauge your opponent. You think, are these players good enough to get past them? They are. You keep a couple of strong ones on the bench. I don't think anyone has taken the absolute piss. Like Okay, then now I'm posing this question. Should they get rid of the manager? Maybe. Marco, Um, he's not impressing me. Like, you can have a few... You know, blimps here and there, but yeah. I mean, come on, you can't have a squad like this. It's it, obviously it's not Man United, but I'm like, you've got a good enough They've squad, got a good squad to They've do good a squad. job. And for some reason, they're it's I don't think they're holding back because they get the goals, but then what's hold, what's happening to them? Um, a it's the I say lack of striker. Is it a lack of striker or is it a lack of the tactics playing to the striker? Because they've still got Calvert-Lewin. Think, they've still got Tosin. I th- yeah, I think that's a that's a, a cop-out because Tosin comes on and he scores. Calvert-Lewin mm. is young. He can get goals. Yeah. We've seen yeah, him play. Yeah. I was like, oh, right. This guy looks yeah, yeah, we've like seen a decent play. prospect. So yeah, now people yeah, are trying yeah. to say, oh, he's not good enough to start. Yes, he's good enough to start. And over time, unless you're looking for a finished article like you had with Lukaku, fair enough. But you're not that team no. that needs... Some top-notch striker to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got yeah. Richarlison, you've got Sigurdsson. These are all goal scorers, so I think that's nonsense. It's and not like without him or without that striker, you can't get the goals. And also, another thing is, if the striker was the issue, they why they would have bought one this. They would have bought one this month. If it was such an issue, they would have bought yeah, one. Yeah, the fact this that month. they've got definitely Cavalier and um, Tosin mm. is one thing. So I just think it's a cop out. I think other managers, I think with the quality in their team, somebody, I don't know who, I've not thought about who, but somebody could get the best out of that team. They should be, they should be nipping at the heels of sixth place. Hmm. Like we we know in the Premier League, there's a top, there's a top six now rather than a top four as it used to be. There's a top six. Everton should be troubling whoever's in that sixth place and making them look over their shoulder, which they're not. So, I was I was going to say in the last 10 games, 10 away games, Everton has lost, um, have won only two and they've drawn one. But obviously they played Man City, Liverpool, Man United all in the same run, so fair enough. But mm, saying the mm. last four games, last four away games, they've lost three. The last three being the last recent ones, Millwall, Southampton, Brighton. So 
I don't know. For, for this, I would say, even if you leak goals, they're a better team to be getting goals more so than Millwall. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I think he, he needs to start looking at himself. He needs to go. I don't, even if, if he doesn't get any results for the next few games, they need to start looking at a new manager. Because you can't have this squad. I think they do. To be honest, like obviously they're not going to be in any danger of getting relegated or anything like that. So maybe they want to wait till the end of the season. Mm. But maybe there is somebody out there that could get more out of this squad. And like I said, with the quality that they have, they're, they're way performing way below where they should be. What are they, 11th now? I mean, they're like, yeah, they're, 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 they're loading around Brighton levels and they're much better than that. Much, much better. You think? Again, outside of the top six, they should be the next ones there. They should be the first ones um, outside of the top six. Okay, so looking at a team that definitely isn't disrespecting any cup games at all, any games at all, <laughs> Man City winning 5 0. I'm sure they beat them. Burnley, a big score as well before. Um, they play in a full squad. They're not joking around this time. Like League Cup, FA Cup, whatever it is, they're playing their full squad. I mean, the the squad depth means they can't. They can't. I mean, if they if they start playing their kids and lose the game, we're looking at third, fourth string players they're playing here, and they will be. They will get mauled for for like their second string is good enough to to dominate in the Premier League, really. And adding to that, it was Premier League opposition. Pep's made it very clear that he wants that quadruple. <laughs> well, he's beaten whipping Burnley twice, like five nil, five nil. So Burnley's their whipping boys now. Burnley's nothing to them. But no, he's taking it. I mean, look again. He's playing his first choice keeper. He's playing his first choice keeper. It's mad because their first game they played. It's like similar patterns where Aguero scored in that first game, one yeah. nil half time, and then the rest of the goals came in the second half. They've done that same thing again, obviously with Jesus this time. But looking at the squad, obviously more or less everyone's in there. There's no, there's no one you can look in there and say. He shouldn't be playing. Like in terms of Foden and all these other players, none of them are in there. Like the, no, 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 no. He's gone for the full lineup. Yeah, there's nobody in this team that isn't in or around the first team setup. I mean, I think the the not the weakest, but the least. Invo- Danilo is probably the, the if anything. Yeah. If anything, he's the guy who is furthest away from the first team, and the fact that he's already made some first team appearances shows you just how seriously Pep is taking it. Um, but what he he's he's hedging his bets as well. I mean, he knows that worst comes to worst, he has to bring something home every season. So you can't take any of the competitions lightly. That's his idea. Yeah, well, I think maybe he might be he might be underestimating his team. I think he could probably afford. To, well, but maybe see, not it's, it's, it's that, that, that it's, it goes with the question, which is where they you know disrespecting the FA Cup because in this case they've got a good squad. To feel such a thing, but obviously, mm. like you mentioned earlier about obviously Arsene Wenger making it more a thing or break playing in your kids and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't give a shit. He just no. wants to play no, his main no, no, squad. No. So you, I mean, you've got these other teams that rotate in certain players and they're losing. <laughs> yeah, he's playing his full squad and it's like we don't care. We're going for it. I mean, they've got Kevin De Bruyne looking like he's back. Did you see his goal? Yeah, I mean, so yeah. much. You know how he scores anyway. Like. But but that's what I'm saying. The depth is so ridiculous. Again, you know, the depth is so... Oh, the depth is so ridiculous that um, even a second string team... Yeah, let's just say that, that oh, was obviously because Hudson Odoi just scored a good goal for Chelsea. Very good goal. Very good goal. But yeah. Um, and just added some 
adding some numbers to his, his transfer fee. <laughs> is he sorry, just writing down saying, do not sell <laughs> Make sure he don't sell the kid. He wrote that in Italian as well, so it wouldn't be misunderstood. Yeah, yeah. Um Let's Hold see up, this. hold up, hold up. Cut in. Oh, that's a Chase. Mm. Yeah, keeper could have got a stronger hand to yeah, it, but still. I would like if he the went power though, the power though, the power. Yeah, it's a good goal. Yeah, to be fair, and it shoes me. It shoes me. Someone else would have saved that, but yeah, fair enough. But anyway, City. Um, he is. He takes everything very seriously. I think as well. I don't think it's in his nature to gamble because he could take a gamble. He could play a Foden. Um, he could play a, a Zinchenko. He could play. What's their third keeper called? Like Ward? No, no, no. Um, oh, he could play anyone. Uh, yeah. Whoever their third keeper is, uh, Murich, that's okay. it. He could play a couple of his second or first, like a couple of the people that aren't really in around the setup, and they could still probably win. But he's not taking that chance. He's taking it very serious. City have now gone same as United. Eight, eight games. Eight games. Yeah, but it's not as impressive when Guardiola does it. It's not obviously. <laughs> it's not obviously. I mean, it's, Ole is a different caliber, but they they haven't conceded in what six of the eight. The last six, they haven't conceded a goal in this court. I didn't want to do they the maths right now. Since Liverpool, right? Since um, no, yeah, since Liverpool. Yeah, Liverpool's since last Liverpool. time, yeah. but that's a long time because this is what 16, 19, 22, plus six, twenty eight. That's yeah. twenty eight goals, man. But also, though, there is the proviso: Rotherham, Burton. Huddersfield, Burton again, Burnley. Mm-hmm. The, the okay, caliber, yeah, the caliber of these teams. Ten of them came from Burton still. <laughs> exactly. That's what, and don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to turn around and say, "Nah, Man City is shit," and these are false stats. But take it with a pinch of salt. <laughs> like the goals they scored is still amazing, but okay, these aren't okay. guys that are gonna. My point in bringing that yeah. up was, can they really? Which I, I, I don't. I hate to say because it it's so yeah. hard to say. Can they actually catch Liverpool? Yeah. So you think Liverpool will falter somewhere? I, yeah, I think they will. I think they'll catch Liverpool. Because some I people just, are adamant that Liverpool are not going to win it. But I'm like, why wouldn't they? They're playing... I, again, it, I think it's out of City's hands at the moment. They just have to keep doing what they're doing. But will Liverpool falter? I don't know. But the question is, if Liverpool do falter, are Man City ready to capitalise? That, but that's mad, Bill. They are. We've got two teams, yeah? Obviously, at the top of their game, Man City... Banging out all these players for the League Cup, winning. Yeah, yeah. Banging out all these players for the FA Cup, winning. Obviously, they've got the squad, as we've said before. But Liverpool, League Cup, out. FA Cup, out. But people still don't think they can do it. People are mentioning all oh, the, the Champions League here and there. But I'm like... That they, is another thing, They've though. only got two competitions to go for now. Why would they be more less likely to win it when, with City coming behind them? Whereas they are literally in everything. Because of their squad. But that's what I'm saying. I don't know. I'm not saying that Liverpool will let it. I'm not saying Liverpool will let it slip. You're not. <laughs> but but if they do. Because no. But you know. There's plenty of time. Look at Leicester. With the, the year Leicester won. Yeah. What was it? Around January or February. When they, they, their form started going down. Even maybe later in the season than that. And Tottenham had the chance to catch them. But they didn't capitalise. I'm saying. If Liverpool do slip. City will capitalise. They're not the guys. They're not the guys that will be that will be losing a random game here, there, in, in any game week. Obviously, mm. aside from Palace and Leicester, but no. But I'm saying if Liverpool slip, City will catch them. It's not a case of Liverpool slip, City will slip. It's just down to whether Liverpool slip. Mm. 
All right, so going from them to looking at, let's look at Wolves first. Wolves obviously back into this whole question of underestimating or not respecting the league. Obviously, Wolves coming back to draw 2-2 or get a replay from their game. I don't know. Okay, so Wolves coming back 2-2 against Shrewsbury. Yeah. But they were losing 2-0, right? They were losing 2-0 when they came back 2-2. Came back in the last minute. Um, I think, yeah, obviously they brought Jimenez on. Jimenez scored. It, you uh, know what? From this whole question of are the Premier League's disrespect never come? I don't think they are. I think, I wouldn't even say they're underestimating it. Like look, said and before, that's what because, I'm saying. They're what they can get away with. And Wolves are a good enough side, like good enough side, good enough uh, manager. And the players they played, obviously, some of the, it's not the typical squad. Yeah. But against Shrewsbury, come on, you wouldn't expect them to have to claw back from two 0 down. No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't so, at all. And but again, look at the lineup. The lineup. There's there's some strength in that lineup. Yeah, there Neves is. is in there. Um, Says Cody and Bennett as their as their backups. Yeah. Uh, Doherty, uh, you could argue Gibbs White and Traore. It was a good uh, mix. Yeah, it was a good mix. Mix enough to beat to beat Shrewsbury. Yeah. That's where it should be. Yes, and that's 100%. that's what it should be. It should be a good mix of some of your first teamers and and some of your fringe players. Again, I think there's a lot of uh, maybe the gaps closing. You know, all these years they've been talking about how the Premier League is so far ahead of all the the lower leagues. Maybe that gap is closing. I think some of the lower leagues are more fearless now because they're not scared of losing. You think? Because well, well like, yeah, that's always like, always been that's What's always been in the cup, isn't it? In the cups, yeah. Yeah, but even now, I think it's even more. And you know, with the you know even lower even lower league teams have got access to a lot of you know nutritionists, science, sports. The level of fitness and the level of skill in some of these lower leagues is higher than it was. Um, and you know, yeah, you get so, a lot of look. Nuno, he's a new manager. I'm sure he's watched the FA Cup before, but does he truly get the FA Cup? Does he truly know what to expect? Probably not. Same with uh, Marco Silva. He should be a little bit more in it. But again, just underestimating and seeing what they can get away with and they didn't get away with it. The levels have definitely got up in these these other teams because, yeah. I mean, over the years we've seen, there's a lot of usually upsets everywhere, but yeah. this part, I'm not sure, but this probably, at this time, in the, the, the this round in the it's, FA Cup, you don't see this many FA, um, Premier League teams dropping out so easily. I, uh, I think, think we, we have on occasion. I think, um, I mean, if you're talking two rounds from now, it's it's very uh, it's very unlikely. But, I mean, we're still quite early in the game and you, you do get a couple of flyers that drop. And, I mean, obviously, Wolves haven't dropped yet. they got a replay. To be Fair enough. But to be honest, I think in talking about the Premier League dropping. I think at the same time, maybe it's a case of who they've been playing. Because obviously, um, besides like the the um, Everton and West Ham, um, Brighton played West Brom. Yep. Uh, and Newcastle then had, played Watford. That's, a, that's got, a Premier League matchup. So let's go on to that. Then Newcastle, obviously Watford. Watford obviously coming to no winners. I'm not sure if anyone would be surprised. Not really. It could go either way. Because Watford, Watford have a good team, but they sometimes yeah. don't show up. So Although, I'm not sure there's a surprise, but... Again, saying that they again they they had a good mix of players. Yeah. Um, Newcastle had a good mix as well. Yeah, they did. They all did. I they mean, both did. They both did. I say Watford were probably a little bit more exper- experimental yeah. than Newcastle were, which obviously is again they got away with it. They they got away with it. So 
Yeah, and again, you you always get these pre- these all Premier League matchups early, and and somebody has to go out. So I don't think. I guess Tottenham going out is a big thing. All I'm saying, if if you've got Arsenal, but if again, if, if Newcastle have got flipping Isaac success scoring against them, then they don't deserve to go through anything. They don't deserve to go through at all. If if success can score against you, then. You know, you think about hanging up your Premier League status, to be honest. <laughs> but you mentioned before um, Newcastle going for um, Lukaku's brother. What's his name? Jordan Lukaku. Was yes. he a left back, he said? He's a left back and the move fell through. They've not given an official reason. People are speculating that it was the medical because he came to the UK. He came to the UK, he met with Newcastle and then they put out a statement saying that we will not be pursuing this loan. He had Lazio's blessing. Um, is he what they needed? This this is the question we're coming to in terms of the transfers and are these transfers who they need? Well, let's yeah, let's move on to let's, so, let's, let's okay. So we'll start with let's that one. Transfers. Let's look. At is transfers. he what they needed for Newcastle? Because he's a left back. Is, I mean, is that left back going to improve? Obviously, losing two at home means you've got crap defense anyway. But yeah. is he going to improve their team? Is the question? Because well, what their left back right now is Matt Ritchie, who's a good player for them. Um, I think. Maybe they wanted. They're looking more at the attacking mode than the defensive. He's not particularly. He's not particularly known for his defensive capabilities. So maybe they're looking to supplement their attack a little bit more and score more than they let in. Do you know? What I think maybe Benitez has sort of looked at it and thought, you know, because they never used to play Atu. They start playing yeah, yeah, Atu yeah. now. Start playing Atu now, yeah. Okay, I won't say he's not great. He's a, he's a decent enough player, but he's I think they're using him for the pace. He's so Kennedy. he's running at players. He's going for yeah, it. Yeah. So they're looking at us like, okay, he's good on that side. Lukaku we've got, give we've got, that. we've got. No, I'm just thinking, we've got Rondon. Yeah. So they're thinking, in, probably in terms of attack, they look decent enough. Yeah. So then, what do we need to shore up on? Maybe the defense. I think they need like to shore up Lukaku. on. Yeah, Lukaku. I think they need to shore up on their defensive midfield. I think that's where they need. To, probably I don't think, see. That's what I mean. Like, I mean, who they got? They got. Uh, they got Lascelles, uh, Fabian Shaw, uh, Yedlin. Um, you talking about sure. defenders or I'm talking about who they sitting there I don't think their back line is terrible hmm. I think with a little bit more coverage and a more a more specialist midfielder he's a very good defender um, I just think with they need more more protection for that back line and yeah I don't think I don't think a left back is going to is going to give them that I don't think a left back is going to is going to give them that so like I say, Matt Ritchie, I mean, he's coming to the end. He's coming to the end of his career. Uh, well, I say coming to the end. He's only 29. 29 yeah. So he's got a couple of years left. And that's not their most pressing concern. No. So it doesn't make sense to me. Most all, most of the defenders, if not all, are 29. Lascelles is what? 25. Lascelles is I young. Mean, is, Fernandez, is Clark, young? they're all 29 as well. So... But again, buy a central defender. If you're gonna If you're going to shore up your back line, you need a central defender rather than a, rather than a fullback. Mm. Um, and again, I think he probably would have given them something. Like I say, he could have, he could maybe he could have linked up more with Atu. Um, he could have provided something in that way, but that's not where their problem is. Okay, so look at one of the biggest transfers. Obviously, it's happened. Chelsea with Higuain. Mm-hmm. We've been talking about it before. Obviously, Morata is not scoring goals. Giroud is not scoring goals. They want someone that can score goals. But yeah, personally, I don't know. But I'm not so sure Higuain would like we said before. The problem is still midfield, in a way. Like you're it, still gonna play Kante in a shitty position. <laughs> it's a two part problem. It's a two part problem. Obviously, a striker not scoring is a problem, but the midfield is a problem also. And maybe he will change the midfield. 
Because you think... mentioned um, playing Iguain in the middle. Obviously, playing in the middle, he may be able to link up with Gen Hazard and William Goals. And I mentioned, obviously, why not just play Giroud or Morata? Or Morata, <laughs> just you know, be that intermediary player. And if you can get a goal, you get a goal. More so than get a goal score, who probably won't even make a difference. I think, and again, I think Iguain's immobility is is going to help them here. Like I said, it'll be I good think, to see. It'll be good to yeah. see. But, but I think that he. I don't think he will do. I don't think he will do great, but I think the Chelsea team will do better with him in. He is a striker that's going to stay in and around the box. A, it allows Hazard to go back to his natural position, and it also allows players like Hazard, William, and Pedro to stay in their natural position. A lot of the time, the problem with uh, Chelsea is the box is empty. So one of their one of their wingers is going in there to to fill in the box. Well, when they play Hazard through the middle. He's dropping deep or he's trying to go around. So Willian or Pedro is trying to get in there with a focal point like this, who's going to stay in the box because let's be honest, he can't run anywhere else. It leaves them to score from their usual positions. So he might not do great, but I think Chelsea will do marginally better with him there. Or he might get a load of tappings. That's the only way I see it going. Obviously, similar to Lukaku, Barbell. Good signing for Fulham, but... Is he is what he they need? Well, he's been playing. Right? He's been doing good for the last, let's say, couple of years. He's been doing well for his age as well. So, no, I'm not talking good signs. In is he a good player? Again, like you say, is he uh, what is he Fulham good for, needs? Fulham, yeah, exactly. Fulham's problem wasn't scoring goals; it was conceding them. So you know, I don't know. He'll add an extra dimension to them. But I find it weird that the ones we've mentioned so far, besides maybe. Nasri going to West Ham which is a good addition mm. to their squad I'm looking at these chances as they've got the guy they don't really need first yeah. you know it's not yeah. like okay we need defenders okay we've got this defender coming in and that one we're looking at they've got someone on the other spectrum which is did you need him though these transfers are like they're like nice to have transfers rather than needed these are the transfers top teams are making where it's mm. like it'd be nice to have an extra option in this position but I you mean, don't need an extra option in this position when there's clearly lacking in other areas. But there was talk of them getting Gary Cahill, but I think I don't know what's happened to that. Actually. I don't know what's happened to that actually. Yeah, when I think Gary Cahill would have been a good addition for been. them, would have been a very good addition for them. Um, he would have marshaled that backline nicely, and he would have been able to turn their fortunes around. Most likely, he's got a mistake or two in him as well. But I just even the barble thing is like, is it even nice to? Oh. Chelsea 3 0. <laughs> <laughs> um, Actually, I don't think it's nice anything anyone yeah. didn't expect. I mean, no, no, no. It's Sheffield Wednesday. Shrewsbury. They, they, were, they could be at home to Shrewsbury. Maybe next round if <laughs> Shrewsbury get through. Um, yeah, Barbel is. Yeah, he's. he's he, I wouldn't say he's a bad signing. Like you said, he's done well. He's, he's had a bit of a renaissance over the last two seasons. But is he really what they needed? I mean, they've got the likes of. Sherla, they've got Mitrovic, uh, they've got Sessegnon, they've got, uh, what's that you called that was scoring Vieto? Wonder Goals? No. All oh, right. It's yeah, they've got Vieto. Yeah. Um, Jean-Michel Sherry, uh, you know. They've got attackers. They've got attackers for days. Um, but sorry, what is he more? Is he not more like a cater? Or like a central mid more so than an attacking mid? Because he, when he came in, you know, the goal he scored, everyone thought, rah, this guy's a attacking Kante almost, you know. To be honest, I thought he was more of a winger, but... <laughs> <laughs> I no, thought he was I a midfielder. Think, 
But they never really play him on the wing. Like they play him in the middle of the Yeah, three. no, they play him in the middle. So they play him in the middle. I look he's, at him, yeah, he's, like, he's a bit like a cater. I think he's I don't like again, he can put a shift in defensively. Early on in the season, I saw him in a couple of games at like the Fulham Brighton game, he put in a great fe- def- uh, a great shift in defensively for them. But I I see him more as an as an attacking creative player. I don't think his defensive now is that great. Mm. So, and again, that's something that they would need, a defensive midfielder. Well, they're just looking at the wrong players, I guess. Like, yeah. forgetting what they need. But obviously, we've got Cardiff who... Looking at the right players. They, they looked at Nias. They've got Nias. But obviously, yeah. unfortunately, the whole deal with Salah and what's happened with his plane yeah. is unfortunate. I mean, you've got to be thinking the worst now yeah, for Salah. It, like, you know, it's going to be some kind of fairy tale story if, uh, if he does just, turn out to be alive. Yeah, but it, it, it's just... I get where his family's coming from because now it's just... You've got closure, but you don't have closure. No, you want closure. You want that you, body. You want full closure yeah, because want... at the moment you know, okay, he's gone, but then not fully knowing because you haven't seen the body. It's just... And then the authorities... I mean, it was Thursday when it's like they're saying, you know, they're calling off the search. Wednesday. Like, it was Wednesday they called it off like, even. I'm like... It's way too soon. Bro, I will say, as I said, like, my man went missing on Monday. They closed it down on Wednesday. Like forty eight hours, but twelve years later they're still looking for Madeline McCann. Like, what's 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 really going on with that? Now, apparently though, they've raised enough money to carry on the search privately, which they are. Yeah. Um, in a weird way, it probably yeah, they're probably they probably rather have a body than not knowing. You'd yeah. rather see your son dead than just be there with the the idea that you don't know what happened to him. So, um, it's unfortunate. I you know I'd never heard of Salah before, and I'm always interested when. A signing happens that you've never heard of like what are they going to do can they set the Premier League alight or whatever happens yeah. so you know condolences and shout outs but I guess they're going to have to look somewhere else mm. okay I mean that's it for the transfers I mean as it says no one's done besides Chelsea with no Higuain. one's done big moves nothing great at the moment no so we'll, you know we'll stay in France obviously the big news in France is obviously Henri three months in charge of Monaco sacked is that the way I see it it's more from his own doing than the players because as we were talking before he's not done so much I mean he hasn't won that many games he's not done so much different from two games yeah he's not done that much different from the other manager the only thing I see is him you know telling players to (laughs) kick rocks is basically (laughs) so the talk is that it's the results are not the main issue Um, there's talk of him not showing enough respect to the players, which they do not like. Yeah. There's talks of not showing enough respect to opponents, which I don't know why that comes into it, but it's something that was reported on. Um, obviously, I didn't manage to, I didn't see anything, any details, but there was, apparently he, he banished a couple of first team players to the reserves because he, he had problems with them, which, I mean, it's good to stamp your authority, but, is that what you needed at this time? And is it really... Do you want to alienate the team? The quotes I've seen is obviously the senior players from that... Mem- the for, um, senior players from the squad do not feel happier playing under him than they did with the previous manager. Yep. And also they're saying he doesn't show respect to some of their players. Yeah. And obviously with that whole training and whether he's saying them to train or play with the reserves or whatever, it's always going to cause a bit... I mean, the team's already in bad spirits because of where they are in the league. Yeah. So to add to that, you know, you know when you come in, have that authoritative, I'm you not going to take no shit. You yeah. don't, need, and I think maybe that's what he's done, and mm. it's obviously mm. gone way left for him. 
Very, very left. And I think it's a case of, you know, look at Ole. We'll bring Ole back. It's a case of lifting people's spirits. And it's I'm true. sure... Can you I'm, imagine if man came in, Ole, and straight up at Pogba, I'm not going to take no crap from you. You know, it's like he's gone in and done that. Like, yeah. trying to make sure they know I'm the boss. And it's backfired. But I have no doubt that he has let them know that he's the boss, but not in overt terms. Because... Who, Henri? No, oh, on Ole, fair enough. Yeah. I'm like, for me, it seems like Ole, uh, Henri has gone in there and unnecessarily stamped his authority. You come in, you give them the smile, and you give them the you give them the the the, the vavavoom guy, who you know everybody <laughs> likes and laughs. When they step out of line or when something happens you don't like, then you stamp your authority. But it seems like he's come in straight away to be like. This is the way that it's going to be. Mm. Um, I don't know. Again, they're not any worse off than they were under Jardim, who the uh, the, the rumour is that he's coming back. I think he is. Which is, is yeah. rude for Henri as well. Like, you're that bad that they'd rather take the guy they sacked back. Mm. That is a blow for him. I mean, it's it's early in his career. It's a shame. He, he has to just take that on the chin. Apparently, Sky not looking to renew his contract. <laughs> Oh, but, but he's, he's got the adverse to win it, man. He's got man's got yeah, his clear adverse. Right. He's fine. But I feel sorry for Fabregas, but yeah, because he could have gone this. somewhere else, and he went there, and now your guy is gone. He only went there for Henri, and what, now what, the Fabregas were on loan, or no, no, no transfer. Oh, was it like oh, complete shit. and utter transfer? Oh, it wasn't like a three-year deal. Or something. Nah, it was easy. Like he's done with Chelsea. Um, which is interesting because I think he could have made a difference for Chelsea this season as well. Like, I think he could have made a difference for Chelsea with their struggles, but you know. No, Chelsea, they're a joke. If we go back to the transfers, I mean, Victor Moses going to, was it Fenerbahce? Fenerbahce. I mean, come on. Like, could he not go to any Premier League side? Um, or... Moses is, and I'm an come advocate on. for English players leaving the Premier League. But, He's not English. I mean, all right. Yeah, Premier English. Yeah, it's like, when I talk about that, I think yeah, English, yeah, yeah. but... Premier League players or players that have grown up in the Premier League, I think it's good for them to leave the Premier League. But Fenerbahce is, uh, I think it's, you know, no disrespect to Turkey, it's but I think China. it's below him. It's not even China, bro. Nah, even if it's China, it's like, you know, the, the money. manager don't want him <laughs> and I'm going to get money, but for Turkey, bro, that's a, oh, that's a part, almost Again, a part. you know, go to Spain, go to Germany, go to France, but we don't know. We don't know what offers were on the table for him, but yeah, dead it. Nah, that was dead. Boy, I think that's been it. I think that's been it. Obviously, no fantasy league to speak of this week. It but if comes you back join, next week. If you want to join, the code is 686-834-151-968. Hope you enjoyed this episode of FA Cup and transfer tomfoolery. Tomfoolery. I've been BNF. I'm Flows. Later. Peace. <laughs>